Back to the dungeon. Back to, it's like we never left. All right, here we go. This is Game Nights, episode number 50, recorded March 26th, 2017. The Legend of Shaker Heights, chapter 7. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode, number 50, of Game Nights, the show that plays Dungeons & Dragons on the internet. Uh, I'm your Dungeon Master this time around, Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by three guys who are heroes, but not like the sandwich, but more like the people you want to be friends with. It's uh, Matt and Dan and Colby. Hello. 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 Welcome to, can you believe we've been doing this for 50 hours? Yeah. Wow. Now, yeah now, I'm starting to get tired. By the way, I totaled up every hour of podcast this group of four has ever recorded in hours up to this episode. And Not it is just us four, but different. Like it could just be you and Matt. Yeah, absolutely. Every combination of this group. <clears throat> and we have recorded 296 hours. Wow. Of actually, That's... no, you know, by hour, it's actually, it probably rounds up to 300 because some of those, you know, 15 minutes here and there, it, it rounds <laughs> up higher. That's the number of episodes. That's a lot of that's a lot of podcasting. It is. And and I think about four people have listened to three of them, but that's okay. Because <laughs> we're gonna keep doing it, including this one here. Playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, let's get everyone at home caught up in case you didn't listen to our last episode or you simply just forgot. These three guys remain trapped in the in the dungeon with the order of the cleanse. Um, and they got split up. So first we had Matt and uh, our centaur friend Vankar. Uh, they entered a room full of hyenas. Vankar pieced out um, and left Matt to deal with the three of them. But thankfully, Matt sung the hyena hyena song um, <laughs> and disguised himself as a, what did you say, a hyena wrangler? Hyena tamer. Tamer, yes, exactly. Um, and somehow managed to escape. He found Vankar, who didn't seem to notice that it was a problem that he left Matt. And Matt went ahead and killed him. Literally drowned him in a lake. Um, realized what he's done was a mistake, revived him, and now the two of them had found a secret tunnel behind a waterfall. In meantime, Colby and Dan had split off, uh, and they had headed towards the altar of Ethan. Uh, the, as they approached the altar, they saw the big statue of Ethan and a and a jar, a, a bottle, a glass bottle on top of a pillar surrounded by flames. Um, they decided to get smart and use... Um, uh, mage hand to reach out and grab it but they were confronted by two mummies who told them to leave it and leave with their lives they decided otherwise as colby used sleight of hand to swap out uh, the piece of paper that was in the bottle with another one he had in his pocket they thought they had gotten away with it but just as they were leaving the mummies called them on their shenanigans and colby got busted busted in a way that he was both frightened and paralyzed by their glare by their dreadful glare um and that is where we last left our heroes did I did I get everything? I think so. Pretty pretty concise. All right, we are going to pick up the action with um you know because you never lead with the best uh, the most exciting stuff. So we're going to pick it up actually with Matt and Vankar, and we're going to leave the folks at home waiting to see if Colby lives. Um, <laughs> Colby's also wondering if Colby lives. So, um, Matt, you and you and Vankar are heading down this tunnel. Um, well, we'll start there. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Vankar, how how are you doing over there? Are you uh, is, are all those brain cells coming back? Hey, yo, Matt. Hey, look, you know, pal. Hey, come on. I'm I'm Vankar. I'm good, man. Don't, oh, so don't worry about right. it. No. All right. I'm good. Um, All's good. All's good in the hood. In that case, can I ride you, Vankar? That's very <laughs> offensive. Please no, do okay. not. Can not, I ride you? Sounds like that part. <laughs> 
didn't uh, didn't die in the drowning. No. Okay. What um, you keep saying drowning? What drowning? Uh, you, never mind. Anyway, oh, um, <laughs> let's. Uh, all right. I, I wonder how long this passage goes on for. Probably uh, a really long time, huh? So we're gonna keep walking until we find something cool. Is is that your plan? Yeah. Did we? I, I'm pretty sure we we started walking through. No. Yeah. No. You started walking. We're walking. Um, keep walking. You don't want to see around us. You well, you have to roll a perception check to see what you see around you. All no, right. Nothing comes uh, free. Eighteen. Pretty good. So you look and you see this tunnel, um, and it stretches in front of you, maybe a hundred, hundred and fifty yards in front of you. Um, you don't notice much down the stretch. Some, some, uh, a few torches here and there lighting it. Um, the two big things you notice are uh, about. <clears throat> 75 of those yards uh, up ahead to the left you notice a bit of a cutout in the tunnel um, that clearly you know goes off to the side and at the end of the tunnel uh you see a bit of light coming from the end of the tunnel but you're not really close enough to to see more detail what that is okay so we're going to walk towards that light okay so you you progress towards that light you get about 75 yards down the tunnel uh and you notice to your left a uh a, a very short hallway with a door and a man standing in front of the door. Okay. Do you wish to talk to the man or continue down the tunnel? Just He's just standing in front of the door? He's just... He he has a folding chair and he's sitting on it in front of the <laughs> door. He, and how is he dressed? Uh, he appears to be human. He's not very tall. He's about maybe five foot six. Doesn't seem a particularly big individual... Um, he's dressed in scout's clothing. Okay. Um, we're going to talk to him. All right. Hello, stranger. Sup? Uh, you're not frightened by my appearance? Dude, look, I don't, whatever. I don't, I'm, I'm paid to sit here. I'm not paid to really care about what you look like. Who's paying you to sit here? Well, you ask a lot of questions. Who are you? My name is uh, Johnny, Johnny Quest. I didn't know your real name, so you could have just given me that too. <laughs> it's not like you need. Okay, uh, all right, Johnny, and who's your uh, who's your friend over here? No, he's not important. Um, hey, what are you? <laughs> hey, cut me some slack, Jack. What are you talking about? This is my brain damaged centaur friend named Vankar. I'm Vankar. <laughs> <laughs> He had a little bit of an accident a little while ago. Very tragic indeed. Um, uh, what? Uh, if, so, so, what's your name? Uh, my name is uh, is Wes. Wes Finney. Okay, Mister Finney, why are you sitting in? This is this is a mighty strange place to be behind hidden in a hidden passage behind a waterfall. Uh, guarding this door here? You know, I, I really I really don't feel comfortable answering your... Uh, I need to pick an accent for this guy. There's just so many to choose from. Oi, <laughs> mate. Uh, shrimp on the bobby. Make him Canadian? I cannot do a Canadian accent. Um, do it. So, <laughs> uh, well, uh, well... Comfortable answering that question, eh? 
See, Matt can Matt should be. Why don't you play all the characters, Matt, and save me <laughs> the effort? Um, no, hey, look, you know, um, uh, I look, uh, I look, Mister uh, Mister uh, Wickersham told me to sit here, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't really feel comfortable answering your questions. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mister. Okay, it looks like it's intimidation time for you. I'm gonna intimidate him. All right, I rolled a eight. Oh no, I'm sorry, that's a ten. And what do you say to intimidate him? Uh, oh wait, that's that's applied to charisma. Whoops, that is actually that's thirteen. Go, go ahead, okay. Matt. Intimidate him. Listen, buddy. You ever seen what a centaur could do to a human face? It's not pretty. Hey, look, look, man. I, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I'm just Mr. Wickersham's intern. All right. I was just looking to 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 get the credits for <laughs> for 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 my uh, for my major and and you know, Shaker. look, I'm just here for the summer. This isn't even paid. All right. I'm just I'm just sitting here. All right. I was told to watch the door and not let anybody in. It's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. All right. I really, I, I got to refer all questions back to Mr. Wickersham. He's a nice guy. Just go ask him. Whatever, whatever you need, I'm sure he'll help you out. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm just paid. I'm not even paid. I'm just sitting here. Can we go in the door? I. You know, I would love to help you out, but I just don't feel comfortable uh, letting you letting you in the door. Mister Wickersham was very clear. He said, "Don't let anyone in the door." Uh, actually, he he has robes just like yours. I'm sure you guys would get along if you ever met. <laughs> he probably would. You know, he probably would get along. I, 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 in fact, I, I think I hear him coming now. And then I walk back in the other direction. I play my little song on the mandolin, and I reappear in Wickersham form. Okay. What seems to be the meaning of this? Um, uh, Mr. Mr. Wickersham, uh, there was a gentleman here looking for you. Did you see where he went? I don't care about that now. What's this guy's name? This is Wes. Wes? It's Wes, Wes Finney. Wes Finney. <laughs> oh, well, he probably wouldn't know his name anyway. I don't care about this. What was your name again? Wes. Wes, Wes, Wes sir. It's Wes. Something like that. It's Wes. Oh, I don't care what your name is. Step aside, please. I need to be in this room now. Well, hang on. What 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 happened to your accent? Uh, <laughs> uh, what accent? Well, I'm just I'm just saying. You sound a little. Do you have a cold or something? You sound a little different. I do. I have a cold. Is that is that a crime now, Wickersham? Well, it's just weird because I talked to you earlier today when I came in. I brought you your your latte and you sounded fine. I'm worried. Do you need me to go get you some cold medicine or something? Actually, once you let me in this room, yes, I, I would like some cold medicine. That would be great. I'll even put in an extra credit if you go and, and grab me that, that bottle. All right. Um, but it's in a room with the – there should be a half-naked man tied to a table. It's in that room, the medicine. Don't ask what the man is doing there. He's uh, getting a tan. Sir, this is, I, I gotta be honest with you. This is all very odd. You've barely spoken two words to me since I started working here. I bring you your coffee every day and you never even say thank you. 
I mean, and what happened to the other gentleman who was here a minute ago? You told me to keep an eye out for people walking to and fro. Listen, Finney, here's a a first lesson in business for you. When you're in the water temple business, the first thing you do is you don't ask questions. What about... Second thing you do is you go and get me that medicine. All right, sir. And what about the uh, Mr. Vankar over here? Mr. And and Vankar goes, I'm Vankar. Um, you can, I'll tell you what, uh, you can ride the centaur back to get the medicine with you. I don't, uh, Mr. Mr. Venkar? And Venkar just looks at him with a dead stare. (laughs) I don't, I don't think he wants me to do that. All right. Wickersham pulls out his sickle. And as the form slowly turns back to Armeno's quest and he cuts the boy's throat. Oh my god! <laughs> Do I have to roll a, a strength check or something? Yeah. I, I want you to do Okay. 15. Uh, 15 hits. Okay. Go, go ahead. Kill him? No, I want, you to, I want you to do a damage roll. I'll give oh, you an advantage. Because okay. so he wasn't expecting it. So that's 1d4. I only rolled a one. Oh, wait, rolled. Was, that's not my D4. That was my D4. I rolled a two. Roll again. Okay. You get an advantage on the hit. Now I rolled a four. All right, you do four damage. You uh, you gave him a nice gash. He's not dead. Blood is spurting out of his neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I pick him up. Do I have to do a strength check? To pick him up? No, he's a pretty small dude. We'll say you picked him up. Pick him up, I put him on my shoulder, and then I walk out back out through the waterfall and throw him in the pool. <laughs> and then you hold his head under the water? <laughs> well, he has a giant gash coming out of his neck. So I'm assuming he just is drowned now. And, and in his final <laughs> breath, you just hear a distant, Why? <laughs> And you did Brad, it. You you killed the questions. unpaid intern. <laughs> Good job. You asked way too many questions. Oh my goodness. This is <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just got like m- m- like a lot of negative karma for that. Yeah. Oh, you just wait. Um, <laughs> I feel like I the pool the, the the lake is now blood red too. Right? <laughs> like... Well, if it makes you feel any better, that's where uh, they were going to sacrifice you guys anyway. Uh, so Oh, I see. Um, all right. Uh, Vankar just stands there with his jaw <laughs> agape, just shocked by what just happened, extremely confused. Listen, Vankar, I'm not a very good person. I'm just not. You're oh going to have to accept that. What? I'm, <laughs> what? I'm so confused. You thought we were the heroes, Vankar? You thought we were the heroes? Oh, my God. This is like, we're like the, we're breaking bad. We're the anti-hero you want to root for. <laughs> all right. I... There is now no one guarding the door anymore. All right. Time to get in this door. I open the door. You open the door. The room is well lit enough, and it's not a very big room. You look inside, and there is a large chest. Nice. Sitting in the back of the room. It is made of wood, uh, accented with gold. There is a padlock on the front of it. Okay, padlock. I suppose if I played a song, the padlock wouldn't just open, right? 
That would be too easy. Probably. <laughs> All right, Vankar, you're up. Let's see if we can uh, smash this with your foot. <laughs> it's a too huff bad. for the hundredth time. You don't have feet. Jeez. Don't know anything about horses. Give it a really good kick or stomp or whatever. Whatever it is your kind does. It's a... Uh, he kicks it with his foot, and he knocks the lock clean off. Nice. Okay. Now let's open this chest. You open the chest. It's full of eggplants. No. <laughs> no, I just no. I'm what? Just, <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. That would be funny though, but no, it's not. It's actually filled with uh with treasure. Congratulations, you finally found the treasure. Nice. Why he had one lone unpaid college intern yeah, watching it. <laughs> Classic diversion. Uh, inside the chest, you find, um, let's say, three rubies. What's your favorite color, Matt? <laughs> it's really not a hard question. I haven't given this much Just thought. Just literally pick a color. Robin's egg blue. You find three Robin's egg blue rubies. <laughs> Rubies are red, aren't they? No, rubies can be any color you want. Really? This whole game is in your imagination, Matt. <laughs> Fair it's, enough. Come on, don't don't. I'm giving you I'm giving you a freebie here. Overcomplicating it. You also find uh, two hundred gold pieces, um, five hundred silver pieces. Holy snaps! A uh, let's see, a scroll of lightning. Nice. And a um, uh, a signet ring. Hmm. Congratulations. Pretty, cool. Pretty big haul right there. All right. Not too bad. You found it. I'm really glad I murdered that intern. Apparently that's what his life is worth. <laughs> oh, Matt. Matt, this is great. We're rich. This is fantastic. Look at us. You and I together. What do you mean we? What are we going to do? How are we going to spend all this money? Well, last time I checked, centaurs didn't need money. I, I don't think that's right at all. <laughs> In fact, I think I need lots of money. What Easily half of that. Are you going to share it with your two other friends? Hmm. Hmm. Tell you what, centaur old friend. Let's you and me maybe <laughs> not mention Please don't drown me in treasure. <laughs> I could heat the treasure up until it gets to be like liquid gold. And then I like choke to death gold. on gold. What an extravagant way to go. <laughs> hmm. Tell you what, Mr. Centaur. Let's you and me keep quiet about this treasure. What's in it for me? Uh, you can have this really cool blue ruby. Robin's, Robin's egg, egg blue, blue ruby. ruby. We call them bluebies. <laughs> Just one, though. Just, and that's it? That's it. And you got, Don't push your luck, hey, Mr. Bangkok. 
Look, man, I may be half horse, but I ain't half idiot. So look, we're going to split this thing down the middle 50-50, and I won't tell your friends about what we found. Okay, I want to use my charisma. treasure is a lot more than... You're going to what? Use my charisma here. To do what? Try to try to persuade him into taking less of the money. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, are you kidding me? I only got seven? Try to convince him. All right, Vankar. Yeah, I don't really see what a, what a centaur needs with money. But I have a kid out there somewhere in the world that I'm really trying to get in touch with. And I need this money in order to do that. This kid needs, he needs things from me. And I need to be able to provide him with things. So how about, you know, do you, got, you have kids, Vankar? You know, let me tell you two things. One, I am extremely suspicious this kid even exists because you seem to talk about him a lot, but I have seen no evidence that this is a real thing. And second of all, you keep saying centaurs don't need money. What? You think stuff just grows on trees? <laughs> I got to buy shit just like everyone else. Now, let me make it clear. We're going to you're just be lucky. I'm not kicking your ass and taking all the money. All I'm right, starting five. to think you're not a nice guy. <laughs> you starting to think I drowned <laughs> in that pool, and then I just I slipped his, his neck. What, what'd you say about drowning? I, I mean, I re- I rescued you from almost yeah, drowning. Thank pool. God you did, because that's all that's stopping me now from just kicking your ass. <laughs> um. All right. All right. We'll split the money. You know what? How about we do this? You can keep two of the three rubies. Uh, half the gold, half the silver, and I'll even let you keep the uh, the scroll of lightning. And I'll take the ring. How? Why would you need a ring? You don't even... I have fingers! <laughs> Do you know anything? Jesus Christ. It's like I'm the first centaur you've ever seen. Well, that may be correct. I apologize if your appearance frightens me. Oh, Lord. Just, can, we, can you please take half the money and we can get out of here? Deal. Done. All right. Uh, time out because a couple quick things. I forgot to do this. Um, you three um, for um, earlier actions prior to this moment each get 150 XP. Cool. Because you did not get those earlier. Um, and Matt gets a bonus 50 because uh, he killed uh, the intern. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you said 150 50 a piece. Yeah, Mac gets I guess then 200. Okay. Um All right, and Matt, you get uh you can write this down. Two Robin's egg blue rubies, 100 gold pieces, uh 250 uh silver pieces and a scroll of lightning. For your troubles. How many how many silver pieces did you say? Two hundred and fifty silver pieces. A hundred gold. The scroll of lightning. Cool. And, and those Robin's egg blue rubies have to be worth something because they don't exist anywhere else. So I'm sure they're quite valuable. <laughs> One of a kind. One of a kind. They're Matt's favorite color. Alright. Um let's take this opportunity to cut back to our other two heroes, Colby and Dan. Colby is lying frightened and paralyzed. Not a great spot. Um, lying halfway in, Not the, a good look either. in the door. 
uh, between the uh, the altar room and the hallway. Dan's on the hallway side, um, looking back at his friend on the ground through the open door. He can see the two mummies, their eyes glowing, um, staring at Coley. Uh, okay. Pull me through the door. I probably didn't say that because I can't speak or move. Well, even if I do, if I pull you through the door, I'm just going to slow myself down. Ouch. But. How wide is this door? Standard door frame. The regular door. Okay, cool. So, like, pretty much only one person can fit through it at a time? Yeah, I'd say that's fair. And is Colby's in the door? Yeah, he's lying. The, the, his torso is at the door frame, so he's kind of half in the room, half out of the room. All right, he's small. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand on top of Colby. Yeah, okay. Draw my bow, and uh, let's roll initiative here. Wow, all right. All right. If you want to take the hard route, go ahead. All right, let's roll initiative. Well, Dan, uh, no, well, hey, no, look, you already said it, so it's too late to, to change your mind. So I don't, I don't see any other options here. I can't, I can't outrun a mummy dragging Colby behind me. You didn't even ask the mummy. All right, no, go ahead, Dan. You let's roll I don't for initiative. Think the mummy's interested in negotiating. You didn't. Nor do I think the mummy has free will. You wouldn't know because you didn't, didn't ask. <laughs> All right, Dan. What's your uh, initiative? Uh, 14. 14. Colby, can you roll as well? I know you're sure. paralyzed, but just so we have it. Uh, three. Three. All right. That's <laughs> an appropriate number. Um, that would make our order Dan, Mummy 2, Mummy 1, and Colby. So, uh, Dan, you, uh, you get first strike. All right. Uh, I'm going to ensnaring strike the closest, uh, Zombie, a mummy with my bow. Okay. I always prefer a striking snare. 17. That is a hit. All right. Fourteen damage. Fourteen. Wow. And rooted to the ground. And is rooted that we'll say that's mummy one. Um, let me take a second. So how much damage did you say? 14. 14, okay. Okay, and ensnared. Okay, it is Mummy 2's turn. Um, and Mummy 2 is going to, uh, hit Dan with Dreadful Glare. Uh, so you have to do a Wisdom saving throw. Save it. Uh, 19. Oh, you succeed. So that not only means you, you, you are not frightened, Dan. So that's very good. You're quite brave. Uh, but it also means that you are immune to dreadful glare of all mummies for the next 24 hours. Fuck yeah. You did good. That's a, that's a nice one to miss. Um, it is now mummies one turn. Mummy one is ensnared. What does he have to do? Uh, strength saving throw. Okay. Otherwise something happens. Uh, or I eight, think something happens, and then he does a strength saving throw once. Well, he rolled an 18. I don't know what happens. Um, Pretty sure that means he gets out, but... Uh, 
Yeah, he takes 1d6, but I'm pretty sure an 18 gets him out of it. But first he takes 1d6 in the process of getting out. Okay. Oh, I guess I'll roll that. That would be swell. Five. Okay. But no longer ensnared. Uh, does he still get his... No, because that would have been his turn, right? Mm-hmm. All right. It is... Uh, it is Colby's turn, um, and according to the sheet here, um, Colby is paralyzed um, only for one turn of the mummies, and since most, both mummies have a turn, Colby is no longer paralyzed or frightened. Oh. Cool. However, uh, Dan is standing on top of you, so you lose your turn. Yo, scoot out from underneath me. Can, uh, yeah, can I can I use my turn to scoot? Sure, we'll say that. Yes, you should can. I, should I scoot into the hallway or into the room? I think you have two options. You could scoot into the hallway and try to do some range damage with me, or mm. you could try to sneak behind them. Mm. I guess I could do that. Can I try and like flank them? You can or, try. I don't know how far I can, how far I have to go with with this uh, being on the ground and all, but I guess I'll try. Okay. Do I have to roll something? Yes, you do. <laughs> what was I rolling? Uh, well, prob- what dexterity? Okay, yeah. I got a six. <laughs> with with your modifier? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're that sad. This is brutal. Colby, Colby gets out from under Dan, but that's about as far as he gets. He's standing it's right like next to Dan. I've been rolling a D four this whole time. I mean, you were just <laughs> paralyzed, to be fair. So you know, let's lower those expectations. Okay. Um. So you're now up, standing next to Dan. It is Dan's turn. Okay. Um. All right. Well, we could run now that you're up. My plan was really to stall until you got up, which is what mm-hmm. the ensnaring strike was for. Oh, okay. Um, what fine. do you think? Should should we run or should we should we stay or should we go? As the Stranger Things thing, Stranger Things song goes. Mm. Uh, I would be fine with leaving. I think since we have okay, we have the note, right? Yep. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cast Long Strider on Colby, which increases his uh, speed by 10 feet per turn. Colby, what's your current speed? Uh, my current speed is 25 feet. Okay. And, uh, yeah, then I'm just going to book it run. Dan, what's your speed? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> 35. All right. So, so now we have the same speed. Okay. All right. Um, Dan, that's your turn. Um, it is Mummy's two's turn. Um, your um, I'm gonna say your turn was was you you gave Colby the speed increase, and we'll say you traveled half the distance in that because you right. used your other half for that. So you traveled half of thirty five. Um. Based on the speed of the mummy, um, they come up. Uh, not they 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 make up the same gap. So basically, you're equidistant, just a little further out the door. Uh, the two of them move forward. Mummy two um, attempts to uh, hit 
Dan with Rotting Fist. And rolls a seven. Not good enough. Mummy One attempts to hit Colby with Rotting Fist. Not Rotting Fist. And rolls a... And rolls an 18. Oh, gosh. Well, he got me. Mm-hmm. So that would be... Uh, let's see. Oh, boy, Colby, are you not in good... That's 2d6 plus 3. Wowie. So that's... That's 8 plus another 3d6 necrotic damage. Oh, my God. And that's another 8 for a total of 16 damage. All right. Um, so those are the mummies turn Colby and Dan it's your turns and however you want to take them uh, are, are you gonna we know mu- now that their base speed is like only half of ours so we can outrun them at this we point. can also close the door right there's there a door to this room help. oh it was just a hallway no there but well, there's a door between the room and the all right oh no if you know you... hang on no 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 there isn't a door I never said there was a door there's not a door just right. an entryway yes um yeah i'm fine with running i also have my cunning action so i can move and then like move some more good idea because i'm ahead of you at this point yeah uh so yeah that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna like run as far as i can and then use cunning action to like dash as far as i can all right, so we'll say uh, Dan advances 35 feet, Colby advances 35, then does his cunning action and advances another, we'll say, 35. Um, so oh, Colby, you're at beating this, me now. Yeah, Colby at this point <laughs> is ahead of Dan by, say, 15 feet. Um, you all are ahead of the uh, mummies by at least about 40 feet or so. Uh, the mummy, Perfect. The, the mummies uh, make up the gap by about 20 feet. On their turn, they're still back about 25 feet. Um, however, uh, yeah, Rotting Fist is a melee weapon attack. They got to be closer than that for that to work. So um, they hit Colby again with the Dreadful Glare, which they only have to be within 60 feet to use it. Um, Colby has to do a wisdom saving throw. All right. Come on, Colby. If ever there was a time. <laughs> Seven. Oh, <laughs> you are just not having a good day. Not my day. Uh, the good news is you're not paralyzed, but you are frightened. Um, okay. This could work in our advantage, depending I, on how frightened you are. I was about to say, I'd love to hear, Dan, how this could work to your advantage. Well, because well, if you're fra- frightened, frightened, you're certainly not going to run towards them. <laughs> One would hope. Um, I have to look up again exactly what frightened means. I have it right here. I remember it saying specifically you can under no circumstances move towards the, the, the thing, the thing you hate, which is good because you don't want to do that. Uh, but you also have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of fear is within line of sight. Great. So get psyched for that. Um, okay, so Colby's been hit, but they're too far away to do any other attacks, um, and they've already advanced, so it's both of your turn. Now you have to remember, uh, the hallway you're in take will take a left and head back towards the Great Hall. Yeah, I say let's try to rejoin with uh, Achmedos over there. All right, so you, so you take another turn. You both advance another 35 feet. Colby still has a, a lead on Dan. Um, do I get my double again? I don't know. Do you? 
I mean, that's every turn. Oh, yeah. All right. So take it. Yeah. So you're just leaving Dan in your dust. That's not very nice. <laughs> you, you, you now get about a 30-foot lead on Dan. Oh, that's good because you can get out of the 60-foot radius thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. So that would put you... I don't know if that does get you out. I'm just well, saying. Well, when it does, it does get Colby around the corner so they can't see him. There's no more line of sight so they can't attack. Um, and I'm immune for 24 hours. So that's right, uh, and you still have enough of a gap. So the mummies run another. They, you know, they're 20 foot, um, but they're falling behind. Let's say you guys take another turn. Um, I'm just going to advance this a little bit in the interest of time. You two continue <laughs> to advance because I know how this works. Um, you guys eventually get to the door. Um, that separates the hallway from the great hall, where um, Wickersham is still tied to the table. Um, Colby gets to the <laughs> Colby gets to the door first. The door was left open by you guys when you entered it the first time. Great, good, good, hi- good in hindsight. Yeah, <laughs> leaving it open. Although uh, I'm sure we must have taken those mummies would be real far behind at this point. I mean, uh, there's not a long distance between the two rooms, so it's not like you have a lot of distance in which to lose them. All right, but Colby hits the door first. Are you going to wait for Dan to join you? <laughs> I mean, you, you, you have a pretty close. healthy lead on him. No, so. here's, here's what you should do: get ready, prepare to to jam the door with stuff. Like, okay, gather some stuff yeah. next to it that we can slam the door and then move that stuff up against it. Definitely grab a chair or something, like yeah. bring it Maybe, over. No, so grab the like, table with the guy on it and just move <laughs> that whole thing over there. I don't know if I'm that strong. Like Matt wasn't strong enough to You're flip not. it over. I will tell you, you are not. That's oh, yeah. a freebie. <laughs> For, <It's> uh, <laughs> Okay, yeah, don't do that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna. I mean, I'll definitely go with the chair so we can do the old like wedge it under the door handle trick. Uh, we can get some. I don't know if I have time to grab some other things. I'll do that. But a dresser, <laughs> a shiffer robe. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, all right. So Colby begins gathering supplies. Dan is continuing to advance. Um, on the mummies, he's closer and closer to the door, bridging the gap. Mummies still can't attack. They're too far away. Um, Dan then reaches the door. Yep. Uh, I reach the door. I pass through the door. Now there's going to be a turn where the door is open and it hasn't been closed yet. Well, um, probably no, because no, Colby was there waiting for you to close. You know, as soon as you All did right, it to so close the door, close so he's the door prepared. immediately. Yep. And wedge it shut? Okay. Yeah, the mummies are back about 40 feet, so you have t- roughly two turns before they hit the door. Okay. okay, great. Should we just go down the other way, like like through the door where where Matt was? Is yeah. Back towards the hopefully mystery that's door. The way out. Don't, don't forget because the mystery Because we certainly door. haven't seen a way out yet. <laughs> that's true. Right? Okay. So hopefully it's that way. Uh, all right, so you're in the Great Hall going around the table to the door on the other side that leads you towards where Matt is. Uh, Carol Wickersham is there on the table. Uh, uh, hey, hey, guys, uh, you look pretty, uh, you look in a quite, a, quite a hurry. What's going on? The mummies, Carol. Oh, shit, those mummies. I hate those guys. They're terrifying. You aren't going to leave me here, are you? Well, I hope you can deal with the mummies when they come through the door. Oh if you my. stall them, we'd be grateful. Take me with you, please. <laughs> Guys, don't leave me here. Should we take him with us? No. Uh, okay, good. What? Well, come on. Okay. All right. We have. We can leave him or take him. I can help and... you kill the mummies. 
Yeah, how is that? <laughs> oh, I'm not going to tell you unless you promise to take me with you. Yeah, no. Uh, I know their weakness. We can take him with us, and we're definitely faster than they are. So, than he is, right? I'm pretty sure. It's very, so, I'm telling you, it's very easy to get rid of the mummies if you just untie me and promise to take me with you. Don't believe this him. one weird trick. I, the, <laughs> yes, the one weird trick to destroying mummies. I know it. All right, what's in this room again, the, the one that we're in? So it's got the great long table with the benches on both sides. The top of the table was covered in beer bottles and food items. Those were all pushed to the side as you tied Carol uh, right. to the top of it barely clothed there's a fireplace at one end with a portrait above it the in the floor around the room are a few you know random furniture type items many of which you've taken now to bar up the door and a bunch of dead kibolds and goblins all over the floor um let's see can i roll an insight check to try to figure out what what uh what he thinks the trick is to these zombies. Absolutely, but the mummy, the mummies move 20 feet closer to the door. All right, what do you think, Colby? You can use your turn to get to the other side of the room and to the other door, or you can use the turn to get your insight. I think we But they're 40 just... feet back, so they're going to now only be 20 feet from the door. Right. I think we should just continue on. All right. What do you think? I mean, like, are, once we get go through the other door and close it, are they going to be able to figure out where we went? Maybe if Carol tells Maybe not. Them. Right, but they might just eat Carol, too. That's what I'm hoping. Do mummies eat people? Is that I canon? Mean, <laughs> I don't know. They might they get seem, distracted. I mean, they seem mad, right? Yeah. Mm, Coley, can you yeah. disguise Maybe. Carol as us? <laughs> Maybe we should just take them. Well, I don't know. Oh, this is so hard. <sighs> should we let him go? But that's going to take a turn as well. That's so, true. It, but if we let him go, then he'll tell us the secret that may or may not exist. What if we, Carol? How about you tell us the secret, and we'll promise to let you go if you're not. Look, I, guys, I'm, I, look, I trust you guys. Absolutely. Look, hey, we're all good pals here, but, you know, you, you, you got to untie me first. You got to show me some good faith here. I mean, look, I, I've got no weapons. I've got almost no clothes. I'm really not much of a threat to you at this point. All I can do is help you. If I don't help you, the mummies are going to kill you and me. Uh, so they will kill them. What, you think I can like the mummies? Yeah, They're like fucking mummies. Time, What's that? Sounds like you want to let him go. I do, but I can't tell if I'm being too uh, optimistic. Let's go. Do it. All right. Because we got, we're not sure. We don't know if there's a way out either, right? We might just be running ourselves into a circle. That's true. Uh, I guess I'll I'll run over to Carol, cut cut the ropes, be like, "All right, look, bub, what's the deal?" So that counts as a turn. The mummies are now 20 feet from the door you have barricaded. Okay. And these are mummies made out of, like, they, like, are they sand mummies or they have, like, the paper, the gauze wrap or whatever? No, they look kind of like, hang on, let me see if I can get the color version from the the monster manual rather than my photocopy because I'm too lazy to flip between pages every time I have to pull one of these guys out. Do you photocopy that at work? 
No, I have a copier at home. Oh, shit. I don't fuck around. There you go. Dan, that's what they look like. Okay. You know, Pretty so they're... corpsey. Yeah, corpsey and haggerty. The whole coming out of sand thing was really just dramatic flair. I don't think they have any special sand abilities unless I decide okay. they do. Um, so, uh, so you've untied Carol. He is now standing um, on the ground, dusting himself off. You fools, everyone knows the weakness of a mummy. It's fire. Go grab some... Go grab... <laughs> Uh, a log out of the fire and light the stuff in front of the door uh, on fire and they won't be able to come through. That's what I was wondering because of the wrappings, yeah. Mm. Okay. We do that. I guess we do that. All right, so you guys go. uh, You take a torch. You light the the objects you put in front of the door and the door itself on fire uh, and the mummies are essentially kept back. Fantastic. I told cool. you, look, I don't like mummies any more than anyone else. They're just cheap labor. I don't know what to tell you. You don't have to pay them anything. They're mummies. They're already dead. Uh, you're going to take me with you, right? Please? I guess I guess if you show us can, the way I out. I can show we'll you the way you out. out. It's very easy. I have my, my intern's keeping watch. He's, he's, a, he's oh. a nice kid. He's getting his aeronautics degree. Uh, he'll help us out. He's a good. Gets me my latte every morning. I don't show him too much praise. He's got to learn. You sure it's not aquatics degree? All right. No. Well, let's let's go. I want to see what's through the mystery door that we didn't open, or maybe we can ask Carol that. No, you've opened. What door haven't you opened? You've opened every door. I don't. I think when we. But I think Matt split up. We were right in front of the door. Yeah, door. that was the room full of hyenas. Oh, okay. Yeah, be glad gotcha. you didn't open it. The hyena <laughs> storage room. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. No. Come on, guys. Let's let's get the fuck out of here. So, uh, so you go through the door back towards the mystery room. You take a left, head towards the water feature. You go under the waterfall, um, and you go down the tunnel. And at that point, you meet up with. Um, Akmenos and Venkar, who were standing there just at the end of stuffing something, you don't see what, into their <laughs> pockets. Um, you see the folding chair sitting there empty, um, and you approach uh, Venkar and Akmenos. Oh, hello. Oh, hey, guys. Wait a minute. <laughs> say, uh, what have you been up to? Hey, I'm Venkar. Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> are, you, are you friends with Johnny? What? What's wrong with you, Vankar? We met before. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm usually pretty good with faces. <laughs> but it's very nice to meet you. Okay. So what? Wh- why? Uh, why did you untie this guy from the table? I thought we were going to leave him for dead. You didn't really answer my question. You had a question? Yeah. What? What do you? What did you find in these rooms? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> He's allergic to telling the truth. <laughs> I'm allergic to <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, let's keep going with this adventure, shall we? Car- Car- Carol, <laughs> Carol steps in. Uh, uh, what, what, what happened to, uh, to, to, um, to Wes? Wes? What happened to Wes? <laughs> Where'd he go? Who's Wes? You know, my, my intern, he was sitting on the chair out in front of the door. 
I did you see anybody here sitting? I, we saw this chair here. It was a very nice empty chair. Oh, yo, hey, look, I look, I Menos and uh, Wes. Wes was here, nice kid. Uh, I told us all about the, <laughs> the 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 program he was doing at uh, you know Shaker Heights Shut Community up. College, and uh, you know he's gonna he took him over towards the water, and uh, I don't Why? know what happened. What happened? I don't know what happened to him. Menos <laughs> came back. He was he was here. I don't know. Oh, what, that's right. I do remember what happened to him. Do tell. Uh, Vankar killed him. <laughs> what? I saw him, I saw him do it. He, I tried to stop him, but whoa, he's, he's whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Centaurs, they have notoriously bad tempers. Whoa, what is going on here? Slow <laughs> down. At this point, Carol looks over, notices his chest is sitting with the lock kicked off of it <laughs> and a big hoof print in, imprinted in the side of it. Uh, yo, what? Uh, oh, sorry, wrong voice. What? What? What happened to the? Uh, what happened to the, the? The treasure? I was gonna share it with you guys as I promised. Consider that a tax for your freedom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, do, I, do you can? Are, are you saying you have it? Maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. How about a? Uh... Yeah, I want to split splitting that with the rest of the party here. Well, I suppose you've twisted my arm. <laughs> I give one uh, Robin's egg blue ruby to Colby, and one to Dan. So you're left with no you left with no bluebies. <laughs> More bluebies. That was all of it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, that was, hey, look, that was the only, that was all that was in there. Those beautiful rubies. I've never seen them this color before. They're real special. <laughs> what's, oh, what's the guy's name? Yukon Cornelius. No. <laughs> Carol, 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 what, Carol, what was in the chest? What was in the uh, hey, oh, look, uh, money came and flew. I mean, this was a profitable business. I mean, money came and went out of here all the time. I can't. I don't keep accurate law. You don't want a paper trail when the feds come through. So I, <laughs> what exactly was in there? I don't know. I remember the rubies. There were some, some, some pocket change in there, but I couldn't tell you exactly what was in there. Very Yo, happy. hey, look, that, I'm telling you, that's, those, were, those were beautiful rubies. Glad we could all share. <laughs> Thank you. Akmenos didn't even get one. He shared with the rest of us. Thank you, pal. You're a good man. I'll be taking your rubies I later. Like th- they're so honest about this guy. I like this guy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, guys, can I, I think we should? I think we should right. get out of here. What do you say? Let's let's get out of here. Yeah, that sounds. I, fine. I don't want to be in here Stop anymore. Been underground too long. Let's bounce. Uh, so you guys uh, walk out of the uh, of this back into the tunnel, and you head towards the light at the end of the tunnel. And there you see a door. Inside the door is a window. And through the window, you can see light. You see the desert uh, out in front of you. You reach down. You open the door. (laughs) You feel the wind start to blow in towards you. uh, The dust in the sand. And you have uh, opened it back out towards the desert. Uh, You look out. You see um, lots of sand and dirt and a few scattered uh, scraggly trees out on the uh, sort of flat plain in front of you. Um, as you look out, you sort of look around um, and you see you have escaped. You have escaped the Order of the Cleanse. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. Oh, yes. um, 
let's see. You each get. Um, well, Colby and I get extra experience for well, killing those zombies. I, I'm mummies, and I'm getting I guess to that. We didn't kill so them. you all get 500 XP for completing the 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 side quest here. Um, and Colby and Dan, just Colby and Dan, split fifteen hundred because uh, those mummies are worth a lot. Whoa! Um, that's seven fifty a piece. Holy moly! So, in addition to the five hundred, so 500. Colby and Dan each get nine fifty. Matt gets five hundred. Um, don't you mean twelve fifty? Sure. <laughs> Whatever you said. <laughs> yes. Okay. Is it time to level up now? That I don't know. I don't have my book. I don't because well, you are you all of you level three or Matt are you lower? Uh, I think I put myself at level two. Level two. Wait, okay. how much uh, does everybody have? I'm gonna go off of that. How much what? How much HP do you have? Uh, now. Yeah. Oh, my HP? max is I have my 36. max is thirty nine. I have okay. four thousand eight hundred and twenty-one experience points right now, though, which should which should mean that I'm somewhere between level four and five. Yeah, you should did be we, level four. Did, okay. But did we already make you level four? Yeah, we did that. Okay. Because I'm, I'm I've written down that I'm level four. Okay. Because we advanced that I think just just not that long ago. But Matt, okay. how many do you have? Uh, I have. I guess I. I came in as a level two. Yeah, which you have to be 300 to be two. Okay. So I am now at 1,050. Congratulations, you are now level three. All right. All right. And with that, you get a 10% discount at all Krispy Kreme locations. Congratulations. <laughs> the perks never stop. Um, Sounds no, good. We will get you leveled up. Um and now that you're out, I'm, I'm going to assume, and this is my way of pushing things, uh, I assume you want to know what uh, what's in that piece of paper that you got out of the... Yeah, uh, that was my yeah, next yeah. question. Uh, I guess so. I guess I'll take out the little scroll, untie it, and take a look. And you open it up, and it's blank because you realized your swap failed, and it's still in there. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 I wouldn't do that to you. No, you unravel it, and once you know it, see, this is how I can tell. I guess I'm doing something right. Dan was correct. It is the other half of the map. Nice. And uh, and you you clearly identify it as such, and you put it together with the other half you already have, and it creates a a map directly leading you to the mysterious and mystical temple de Agua. Fantastic. Whoa. Isn't that exciting? It is exciting. And we'll have to find out all about it on the next episode because we're out of time. But that's a good stopping place. Coming up, you're going to want to join us because these guys are going to travel to the Temple de Agua where I promise you more shenanigans than you can imagine, including a secret box with a secret lock. It's going to be very exciting. And that's going to be coming up (laughs) on the next couple episodes of Game Nights. Uh, remind you, our website, GameNights.tv, has all of the episodes. You can get caught up on the story as well as places to subscribe and get the episodes where they come out, including uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, uh, etc., etc. And of course, you can always follow us at Game Nights TV on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Game Nights TV are all places you can follow us. We will be back next time for episode 51, chapter 8. Uh, But until then, this is Dungeon Master Sean on behalf of Colby, Dan, and Matt thanking all of you for joining us and hoping we'll see you next time for more D&D adventures here on Game Nights.